I am India Ari, and this is my podcast, Songversation, where I choose one of my songs and I riff on that song, simple as that. This is episode 10, finally. Songversation, Life I Know. I tried to choose a different song because I thought maybe that song would be more relevant to more people, but I had to remember that I have no control over what anybody gets from anything. And so um, I offer this songversation, as always, in the name of my mission to spread love, healing, peace, and joy through the power of words and music, and in the name of my prayer that every person receiving my offering will get exactly what they're meant to get from it. So welcome to Songversation, Life I Know, episode 10. Uh, thank you for being here again. And it's funny, as I'm talking, my voice sounds different even to me. I've been through a lot since August, so let's get into it. Welcome to Songversation Life I Know. I also want to acknowledge that it's been since... September that I've done a podcast and to be honest I don't I don't ever really know what I'm going to say when I do these podcasts which is why the tagline is songversation where I choose one of my songs and I riff on that song simple as that because I don't know what I'm going to say but I know that if a song wants to be expressed in this songversation format I'm going to have a lot to say And so going back to not doing a podcast since September, I just, I have a feeling that it's going to come out inside of this conversation as to why. I haven't done one since then. I'm not sure that that will be the case, but this song was so strong on my heart to do a conversation about. And even when I tried to, like I said, I tried to think of something else, but this one just wanted to come out. I have a feeling that I'll also talk about what's been going on with me since August, and and I'm ready for that. Ready to see what I learned through this process of this conversation. And I want to thank you for being here, because without you here, I'd just be talking to myself. So having you on the other end of this conversation makes it a conversation. So thank you for being here, and... Let's listen to the song. This is Life I Know. I've kept the secret from myself all far too long. The truth is I'm confused about where I belong I'm not a mother or a wife And I'm living such a complicated life And this is the life I know My life is full in some of the most important Every day, I lock the door, turn out the light. 
flights and I climb in bed and it's all alright Cause this is the life I know I cut the grass, take out the trash and fill the gas In this house I'm the mom and the dad What tomorrow brings I do not know Yes, I know it's That is Life I Know from my 2013 release, Songversation. And uh, as I've come to love saying in all these podcasts, I have seven albums about to release my eighth, Acoustic Soul, Voyage to India, Testimony Volume 1, Life and Relationship, Testimony Volume 2, Love and Politics, Songversation, India, Aria, and Joe sample Christmas with Friends and Songversation Medicine. And now February 15th, my eighth album, Worthy, comes out. And so this song, Life I Know, is from my fifth album, Songversation. And just listening to that right now was an interesting experience because I wrote this song with one of my songwriting heroes, actually. He's also a guitar hero, actually. His name is David Ryan Harris. Some of you may know him, some may not. If you don't, do yourself a favor and look him up and listen to his music. Um, David is, in my opinion, the best male singer-songwriter in the world. And I mean that. Um, the first time I heard him was in the mid-90s. He was producing and writing and performing with Dion Ferris. And I just saw him and said, I want to do that. 
I had my other influences too, and I had just started playing guitar. But I looked at him and I just felt like, I wanna do that. And then uh, I was part of an artist collective in Atlanta. We were called Groovement. And we had a shared rehearsal space. And I heard somebody walking past the door at the rehearsal space just humming. He wasn't even singing, he was just humming. And it made me hustle out of my seat and rush to the door and snatch the door open. And I saw this, the back of a black man's head walking into this room and I went right down to that room and knocked on the door and I just asked him who he was just from hearing him hum. And so um, I wrote this song, Life I Know, with David Ryan Harris. That's him on guitar. He composed the guitar part. And we had a long, long conversation um, about something I wanted to express before we wrote the song. Because a lot of times when you're in a songwriting um, in a songwriting moment with another writer, conversation comes first. And so we were talking and this song came out of it. But the process really was like this. David was at the house, at my house with me when I still lived in Atlanta, outside of Atlanta. And he wrote the guitar part and then we wrote a melody. And then my job was to put lyrics to this melody. And I started kind of writing things on paper and I told him, go ahead and go home. I got this. And I, you know, you, I didn't say this, but go ahead and go home really meant I can't let what I need to say out with you here. And he left and I had it written before he even got home, the whole song. I think it took him maybe 45 minutes to get home. And I had it written and I had it recorded before I went to bed that night. And when I woke up the next day and I was really listening to the song, I cried just, I cried with every listen and I cried with every listen for days on end. Every time I played, I would just cry. Then I sent it to one of my girlfriends and she would just cry. And another girlfriend would just cry. All of us were just crying. My mom said, just chokes me up. All of us were just crying over this song. And then David came back the next day. <laughs> he came to the front door and he said, great, you got me crying. And actually, actually, the first thing he said when I opened the door was, you need to stop, which is a compliment. You need to stop. And you got me crying. And that's a great compliment coming from one of my songwriting heroes. And so when I just said a moment ago that listening to this song was an interesting experience, I didn't know how I was going to feel. And I did get choked up a little bit, but I didn't want to cry. It was really more of an interesting listen. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why in this next segment. For me, this was more of an interesting listen and less of a really emotionally charged listen to this song because I, I've outgrown that space of longing for relationship. And the reason why I've outgrown it is because I just got out of a relationship. I met a wonderful man we had so much in common, and we were together for a couple of years. 
I'm not going to say exactly how long, but a couple of years, hundreds of days. <laughs> and our relationship ended in September, early September, which there we go. Now we're getting into why I haven't done a podcast since then. Just so much going on. But before that, I wrote this song, Life I Know, in 2013, and I didn't know him back then. And at that time, I was at this I was, while longing for a relationship, also wondering if I was ever going to have one again and if I was ever going to meet anyone that I wanted to be in a relationship with. I meet people all the time. I meet men all the time. I meet men who want to engage me like that or however they want to engage me, you know, some sort of way that has to do with sex or relationships or, you know, flirting or romance. I meet that all the time. But I don't meet people that I want to engage that way back with. Rarely ever. And sometimes I go and explore the options. I'll meet somebody and we'll explore for a little while and I'll just realize that, no, I don't want to. And some I've met some wonderful men that I just don't want to. And so not only was I thinking, you know, I don't have anyone in my life and feeling kind of lonely at times back then, I also didn't know if I was ever going to have anyone in my life. And so now that I have gone through this whole relationship journey with this man and come out the other side of that journey, I don't feel that same sense of longing. I feel other things. <laughs> and I think there's probably songs already in my in my body of work that I would hear. Oh gosh, you guys heard that? The heat just went off. Oh, this one woman show is funny. Um, if I had an engineer, we would have been present to the fact that the heat was blowing, but whatever, we're gonna keep going. Um, I think there are songs in my body of work that probably speak to me in a whole new way now after being in this relationship. I don't know what they are off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure there is. And I have other songs just cooking in my heart right now about this relationship. And having said that, my new album, Coming Out Worthy, has a lot of love songs, a lot of them. And those are all, you know, born out of that relationship, too. So... This listen through of Life I Know, this time, just felt like a solid truth, something that I hold in my heart, but something that the song didn't trigger. Because I still don't know what my life is going to be like in terms of ever getting married or ever having children. I just don't know. And like the song says, I'm almost four decades in. If I'm blessed, then I've got five more to go. Um, so I, I'm, I don't know. There's a lot of life to still be lived, God willing. I don't know what's going to come of this thing, this relationship part of it. And so I'm still hopeful. I'm still open. I know I'm going to meet other people. I meet people all the time. And I am affirming right now that I will meet other people that I want to engage that way. I, what I know is that he's going to be something very special. <laughs> because... The more I mature, the more I know what I want. And that's really what this is about. It's not that it's not that I'm so different or unique or odd or anything like that that I can't find someone that I want to engage with because there are lots of people in this world who do lots of dope things and who do lots of dope things that are complimentary with the dope things I get to do. I'm clear on that. But what I 
am coming to understand is that the more I know about what I want, the less the relationship journey is experimental. When I was younger and it was experimental, I could have lots of little relationships that would last six months or a year or, you know, eight months or three months, three intense months or whatever. But I'm less in the experimental phase and more in the relationship wisdom phase. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. You, I'm always still learning more about what I want and don't want, as I did in this last relationship I was in. But the basics, I know what I want. And so that's the only thing I'm going to do. <laughs> so ah, there's that. Another thing I want to say about this song, Life I Know, uh, is about the creative part. I have a lot of musicians that I love. But when I call someone my hero, it's because they have something that I want to embody. And so I would say that my heroes, as far as musicians go, are Stevie Wonder for his singing and songwriting and musicianship and his ability to put um, spiritual message into a song in a way that's not religious but spiritual. Donny Hathaway for the sound of his voice and his singing, just all of his singing. And of course his musicianship as well, but really for me he is one of the world's best singers. I've also heard Stevie Wonder say that himself. And so if you're one of Stevie Wonder's favorite singers, you got something. Um, also James Taylor for his guitar playing and his songwriting and the sound of his voice. His music has brought me comfort my whole life. And also Joni Mitchell for her, for the overall intensity of her expression. Just the way that she sang and the intensity that she wrote with. And sometimes the songs would be long and emotional and very, very personal where she would really divulge things about herself. And also the intensity of her craft because we watched Joni Mitchell from the 60s all the way to today. And her voice dropped many octaves. I don't, I want to say her voice dropped like three octaves. Like legit, she went from a complete soprano to down here with me and lower than me. And she still performs and she lets her songs continue to evolve. And, you know, they evolve with her. But, and just her guitar playing and her tunings, she does special guitar tunings. And she's also a painter, and she would paint her own covers. And I just, I love her. And she inspires me. She's one of my heroes. And so when David and I sat and had that songwriter's conversation before we started working on the song, we said we wanted to do a Stevie Wonder meets Joni Mitchell song. I don't know if I achieved that, but that's not the point. Um, the point is that was the intention. And that's where the song Life I Know came from. And that's why I just said everything. The, and so the first line of the song says, I've kept a secret from myself for far too long. And it's funny now, in hindsight, I remember writing that line and then saying, okay, David, you can go ahead and go because <laughs> I'm about to go somewhere with this. Because it's true. I never really would say that to myself, like, what's happening? Why am I not having this conventional, quote, unquote, life around relationships. Why don't I have children yet? Why haven't I been in a really long-term relationship? Why haven't I been married? Like for me, life takes you where it takes you and you have children when you have them. It's like, 
the shape of your face. You ha you are who you are. Um, and so that's that's how I felt about it. You know, you are who you are. But the truth is I was starting to have subconsciously questions about why am I like this? And is it going to change? And how am I going to change it? And how do I really feel about this? And like I already said, I was longing and concerned that I would never have any relationships again. But I have, and I know, of course, I will again. But, um, you know, when I think about my heroes, and David, Ryan Harris included, I think about people who are able to put an emotion and make it something um, musical. Gosh, I don't know how, I don't have the right words for that. Because I want to say that my heroes make emotion tangible, but is music a tangible thing? You know what I mean? But I would say it's much more tangible than emotion tangible. I don't know how to work through that one. Because tangible, I guess, means something you can hold and touch. But I think you guys know what I mean. Like, you know, making something out of nothing. And to be able to translate an emotion into a song and to be able to not just translate it into a song for yourself, but to translate that into a song and across airwaves to someone else where they can feel it too and they can feel themselves through what you feel. I mean, that's magic. For me, that's the closest thing we get to magic. And so, yeah, that's why I let myself go to all those places with this song and just say everything. And speaking of saying everything, there's another thing I want to talk about with this song, Life I Know. The bridge on Life I Know says, we all have a secret pain. We all have a tender place. We were born to one more. I know I'm not meant to live alone, but this is the life I know. Whew. It's so funny, singing that was hard. Um, I have this thing when I sing a cappella to myself, if my heart is tender, I just want to cry. And it doesn't even matter what I'm singing. <laughs> the other day, sincerely, because I told you James Taylor is one of my heroes, and he has a song called Sweet Baby James, and it's about a cowboy. And swear, when I sing it, it just makes me want to cry. There is a young cowboy who lives on the range. See, just, just singing like that just made my heart tender. But the bridge, uh, we all have a secret pain. We all have a tender place. This is what I know about us as human beings. We all have something that we hold deep in our heart that we don't tell anyone or that we don't even tell ourselves that is a tender spot. And you know, we, we, probably always we probably all have more than one of those, but I feel like we all have that one tender spot that everything else radiates from, you know? And when I was younger, I used to think, I would feel guilty about the things I felt tender about. But as I mature, I understand we all have it, that it's human. And that's really what this song, Life I Know, is about. It's not really about not having a husband and not having children. Life I Know is about um, how to navigate the, the most tender place in your heart 
while still living your life? How do you do that? And so in the song I say, sometimes it hurts like hell, but I walk away with the song and a story to tell. This is the life I know. That's what I do with my feelings, and that's what I do with my pain. I turn it into music, and I turn it into other things. And, you know, it's a part of who I am. Same way that the things that bring me joy are a part of who I am. It's a part of who we are. Our joy and our pain and everything else makes up who we are. And, you know, there really is no point in denying any of it. Working on it, yes. Denying any of it, I don't see the point. And, um... <laughs> a little bit more I want to say about this song. So going back to the beginning of this song conversation and listening to this song, Life I Know, being a different experience for me right now, I think another reason why is because I've grown into a person who knows how to manage their emotions better. For most of my life, up to this point, I would just dive into them head first and stay. Everything was always about how it felt for me. And, you know, not with thought. That's just my natural way of being. I have a certain intensity in that way, I guess you can say. And you've heard me talk about my music industry journey and the difficulties and stuff. Um, I think I talk a lot about it in song conversation, little things. And so with this journey, I've had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of downs <laughs> emotionally, where I just would be like asking myself, why? Why does it have to be this way? Why do people have to be this way? Why does it have to be so hard to find, you know, like, I w why did I have to make this big trade-off to have a career and be this person in the world, but then have difficulties with my personal relationships, you know, like, why? Like, shaking my fist at the sky, like, why? And then feeling really, to be honest, going to heavy and dark places inside my heart. And now where I am, after everything I've been through this year, I am understanding what my mom would always say, and she would make me so mad when she said this. She would say, happiness is a choice. But I never felt like I could just choose it. And I'm not saying that I absolutely agree with her, but what I'm saying is that I'm learning for me that I can choose how I ride this journey. And so in addition to Blue passing away and the end of that relationship that I had so much, um, I had so much invested in, also I bought a new house and I thought I was going to be buying a house with the man who was in my life, but it wasn't. It was a new house with myself and you know, moving is stressful. So I moved out of New York and I moved into another city and into a new house and into the relationship and working on Worthy and completing this album Worthy and losing Blue and all this stuff. Like there's some other stuff too. And so there's been ups and downs. And in the past, too much of the ups and downs, even having a bunch of good stuff, it would all just make me feel really heavy. But now I'm understanding that I can feel the way I feel, and at the same 
time. Also be looking at the big scheme of things and be living in the joy of being alive at all. And so to be in this human form and living this life and having ups and downs, I'm starting to, I'm starting to love it all. I realize, I don't mean to sound like a platitude, but I am a songwriter and we like platitudes. I do anyway. But this is not that. This is a this is the truth. I'm starting to love it all. And again, to quote my mom, she would say, I love all this. Even the crap is great. And again, I don't know if I exactly would say that, but I do feel trusting somehow of life and that things are going to go up and down and up and down. And it's just what it is. Everything's not an up and everything's not a down. And it's what it is, and even in life and all the stuff that hurts, there's always those bright spots. A little bit more I want to say in this next segment. I have a niece. You might see her on my Instagram. Her name is Harper Marie, and I had no idea that I could love anyone that particular way. I mean, I love my mother a lot, and I love my brother a lot, and so I know what it feels like to love someone intensely. But this type of love that I feel for my niece, because, you know, one of my um, mentors told me when I was very young in my early 20s that it's the job of all spiritual people to protect children. And so I have a soft spot in my heart for children, just period. I mean, we all do. But Harper Marie, my brother's daughter, how can I say this? I mean... I love the shit out of my brother. Excuse my language. I love the shit out of my brother. And for this child to be his, and then to look at her and see me, that we all share this DNA, I just didn't know I could love someone like that. And even with my beloved Blue Miller passing, even with the end of this relationship, and I really thought that this man was going to be my husband. I really did. In fact, my whole family did. In fact, I think he did. We all thought that that's what this was. And it's not what it was. It ended. And it was a surprise because I never been with a person more compatible. But also, we were also incompatible. But I had never been with a person more compatible. But there we go. And that's that's the rub right there, right? There's joy even inside of all the pain, too. And... um, I'm chuckling because those who know Stevie Wonder music very well know the song, You Bought Some Joy Inside My Tears. And that's what I'm learning to see in life is the joy inside the tears and not need everything to be perfect for it to be okay with me. There's so much happening in this world that I think it's natural to feel all the ups and all the downs and feeling too much of either one is unnatural. And while for me it felt like my emotional depth was a depth, I feel now that being too deep in that place was actually a way of being shallow, that I wasn't letting myself feel everything. And I think that that willingness to feel everything is what the dance of life is about. 
So going back to the beginning of this conversation, I think I learned something about myself and about this song and about relationships just through having this conversation with you. I think I've learned that um, the longing is okay, the love is okay, the losing the love is okay, and it's the willingness to take the journey of love that matters most. Whew, I just got choked up. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know that was gonna make me feel like that, but I think that's what's true. And I'm gonna be willing to take that journey again as soon as God brings the right person into my path. I'm not gonna be afraid, I'm gonna take it. Because I'm not afraid of life. And I'm not afraid of love and I'm gonna keep doing this dance. And I think this is the perfect time for closing affirmation. <laughs> I say this affirmation for myself and for everyone listening. I affirm that we all have the capacity and the capability and the resilience to honor our humanity enough to do the dance of life, even when our feet hurt, <laughs> even when we don't have a partner to dance with, even when people are watching and it's scary to dance in front of them, even when we don't even know how to really dance, even when we're not really even great dancers, but we do it because the dance is meant to be danced. We do it because we're willing to, to live, live with the exclamation point on the end, that kind of live. And lastly, I want to give a special shout out to my friend Angelica Ross. You may know her from the show on FX called Pose. I met Angelica at an open door performance in L.A. She was sitting in the audience and just something about her. She was glowing and I asked her what song she wanted to hear. And she wanted to hear Head in the Right Direction. So we played it for her. And Angelica is at the time of this recording in Thailand having her complete gender reassignment surgery. And so this podcast is for you. Before I go, I want to remind you that we have an Instagram page. It's at Songversation Podcast. Send me some messages. You can send me videos. You can send me audio. You can send me DMs. Send a follow request. I'm following everybody. I hope everybody else is following everybody else. Um, and until next time, may you clearly hear this song in your heart. I like that.